We got a little intro here. The truth, of course. Uh, first, uh, just state your name and your occupation for the record. Oh, Ake Shen, bus driver. Bus driver, uh, what kind of bus and where, please? Oh, tour bus. Bus for tourists. San Francisco Chinatown. Thank you. Now, oh, before we get to the meat of this thing, uh, do you at the present time have any knowledge of the whereabouts of a Mr. Jack Burton or his truck. Oh, God, will you leave him alone? Mr. Shen, please. You could be in a great deal of trouble. Half a city block explodes in a ball of green flame. Green flame! I mean, so all hell is breaking loose here. And there are people who say you're involved, that you might be responsible, that you're a very dangerous man. Now, if you're protecting Jack you Burton... You leave Jack Burton alone. And we are in his debt. He showed great courage. Okay. Okay. But if I'm going to be your attorney, there are a few things that I have to know that uh, still don't make any sense to me. Like, um, you really believe in magic? You mean Chinese black magic? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Are you still serious about this? And uh, monsters and ghosts as well, I suppose. Oh, sure. And sorcery. And I suppose that uh, you expect me to believe in sorcery as well. Of course. Why? Because it's real. How can I know that, Mr. Shen? How? Yes, how? Uh, help me out here. See? That was nothing. But that's how it always begins. Very small. Yeah, very small, very small. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Yo Bitch Review This. I am Alex, and with me, as always, is Johnny. Johnny, say what's up. What's up? And we've got a special guest with us from the Chris and Tiny Show. Chris, Chris, say what's up. What's up? All yeah, right. So uh, last week, we promised you guys that we would do Big Trouble in Little, or, yeah, Big Trouble in Little China, and... Boom, lo and behold. Here it is. Egg Chen with the electricity coming out of his palm, opening up the movie. Yep. Getting everybody excited about the John Carpenter piece. In a scene that doesn't really factor in. Well, okay, so. For the rest of the movie. I mean, it, it kind of establishes like what we're going to see is some magical craziness. Well, it's, they, they Tarantino it before Tarantino. Because yeah. that's the end. That's the end. Yeah. But he also, it's not like he, like, by the end of the movie, he's like, I'm going to go take my vacation. Like, the whole, the guy, I'm going to be your lawyer, whatever. Like, we don't see him in court, like, your honor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. What the fuck? Some of the Ghostbusters on, on speed dials. <laughs> this guy fucking magical? Is that so, a crime? What do God I even do here? Low pan, is that you? Fucking asshole. So, Big Trouble in Little China. Um, this came out in 1980. Da, 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 da. I had this information. No, that's the Big Bang Theory. That's not what I wanted. Oh. 
Big Trouble in Little China, fuckers. God damn it. 1986. I knew it was around that time. 1986 uh, starred Kurt Russell, um, Kim Cattrall, uh, yep. Dennis Dunn, and uh, it's, you know. Full, bunch of random Asians. bunch of random Asians. Uh, one of the more famous Asians that it's in this movie is um, James Hong as David Lopan, and he winds up being the voice of Poe's dad, the duck. Yes. When and, I was rewatching this, I was yeah. like, oh, shit, I can't get like, – he's Poe's dad to yeah. me now, which is the weirdest fucking thing. Right. But I was like, God, like that, I just hear that voice, yeah. especially in certain scenes. I was like, holy shit. Like, yeah, he plays some pretty funny – he he plays some pretty funny roles. Um, Victor Wong is Aik Chen. Uh, I don't know what else he's come out in. He's in another uh, Carpenter movie called Prince of Darkness. Him oh. and Carpenter have worked together a couple of times. Okay. And if people who don't know of, Jar- of John Carpenter's uh, extensive background, I'll give you some <laughs> some great movies. Uh, the late John Carpenter, he is dead, right? No, no, no. You're thinking of Wes Craven. Oh, okay. Wes, Wes Craven died. Carpenter's still around. Carpenter's still around. Okay. Angry. So, uh, The Fog. Um, interesting story about The Fog. Me and Chris used to work at a restaurant called the, at Alamo. And there was a guy there. I don't know. You remember his name? White guy who kept talking about the fog? No. I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, Jesus. Your memory's horrible. Are you serious? Yeah. There was a guy whose parents were wealthy, and he lived in some neighborhood. Oh, Jason. Okay. Jason? I Maybe. I don't know. I remember his name. We went to a party at his house. Yeah. We went fridge. to a party. Yeah. Okay. So Jason. We went, okay. So we went to this guy's party. Um, great house. Uh <laughs> But he kept talking about the fog. Like, dude. So one day we decided that we're all going to get together and we're going to watch these sets of movies, right? And one of yeah. them was the fog. So that's the first one that they put on was the fog. Was that uh, there? More than likely. Because I, I really didn't hang out with Alamo people unless you were there. <laughs> um, and it was, as like, it starts off and it's just a cloud of, you know, it's a fucking cloud, like, walking yeah. through and that kills people. And, and everybody's like, are you shitting me? Like, he's like, dude, this movie's so scary. And we're like, this movie's fucking stupid. <laughs> so um, he's done. And then I the, like the fog, but it's not scary. No. If he was selling it as scary, it's definitely not yeah. scary. Uh, Halloween, Assault on Precinct 13, the original 1976 one, and then one of the greatest movies of all time, They Live. Uh, they Live. They Live is, is one of the greatest fight scenes ever. Um, and, you know, nothing like an action movie led by Roddy Roddy Piper. Yeah. Performs and, an actual fucking fake pro wrestling suplex. Yeah. <laughs> on his fight scene, which is hilarious. Against uh, Keith David. Yes. Keith David, the ultimate, uh, the, a ton of voiceover work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He does a ton yeah. of voiceover work. Got a great voice. Yeah, he does. He does. So, um, so this movie, basic, or I'll give you the, the synopsis that they have on here because it's a, it's, it's a quick one. And it's, uh, da, 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 oh, God dang it. With a back and the forth, I should prepare more. A rough and tumble trucker helps rescue his friend's fiance from an ancient sorcerer in a supernatural battle beneath Chinatown. A lot of this happens above Chinatown. I'm just going to yeah. say that. Like, there's, I mean, ultimately, it, ultimately ends up in, it ends up, you know, beneath Chinatown. In like a Lopan's lair, which also looks like one of the dopest 80s clubs. <laughs> that Buddha did have a lot of neon around it. It was a saying, ton of neon. Yeah, like it, it looks for a second, you go in there, you'd be like, yo, like, yeah. is this, is this like where Charlie like Murphy shit. met fucking Rick James? <laughs> <laughs> where he kicked him out the window. It was this club. All right, so that what we played for you was the very opening scene. It was the pre-credit scenes is how the movie opens up. And then you see Jack Burton, who is, if I was to describe him as a person, as a, as a, like a friend, I would be like, yeah, you know Jack Burton, the guy that never shuts up. Like, <laughs> like that dude has my back to the end. Like, I kill yeah. for that guy because that guy would definitely kill everybody in this room for me. Yeah, 
but dude, he never shuts up. He also like, never. He's, yeah. He'll never shut the fuck up. He about never it shut. Like, don't ask him about anything because he'll go on for hours. And that's literally him opening up the movie, which is him talking yeah. into CB, the, the CB. You know, and he's like, you know, this is the Pork Chop Express, and one of his big things is. Uh, I always tell the lady I never drive faster than, than what I can see. And besides all that, it's just all in the reflexes. So he has these little quips that I'm destroying right now um, <laughs> throughout the movie. But, but uh, his character is very uh, boisterous and very fun. Yeah. Right? He's a blast. He is a blast in this movie. So Kurt then, Russell nails it. Yeah. So then they show him going to basically like a fish market. Basically, he's going to Fisherman's Wharf in San Francisco. That's where they're, that's where they're going. He's going yeah. to Fisherman's Wharf in Chinatown. And he meets up with... His boy, uh, Wong. Wang? Wang. Wang. Wang, I don't want to say Wong because I'm racist. Um, <laughs> not that Wang is like. Yeah, not Wang. You got there like, eventually. Yeah, something. something. Um, put it back on the cast members here. Uh, yeah, Wang Chi, right? And Wang Chi is played by Dennis Dunn. And Dennis Dunn, I think he's in one of my favorite movies, uh, if I'm not mistaken. I'm probably mistaken, though. Uh,. He was in Prince of Darkness as well. He was in Herbert, or he was in Year of the Dragon, The Last Emperor. Uh, anything else? I thought he was in. Um, there was a movie about the kangaroo. War, yeah, he is Warriors of Virtue. He was Ming in Warriors of Virtue. I don't. I yeah. I don't, it's kind of like Ninja Turtles, but with kangaroos. Oh, oh my god. god. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually like the fight scenes are like super dope. Like you got you got to check it out. But anyway. So, <laughs> disappointing breath yes. from Chris. So uh, he meets Eddie, Eddie uh, or Wang Chi. I'm sorry. He meets uh, Wang Chi, and uh, they're playing. They're gambling. Yeah. Right. And and fucking Kurt Russell is just Whooping whatever Chinese game you want to play. I'm taking your money. Yep. Right. There was some fucking insect fighting going on. Kurt Russell was winning that. <laughs> <laughs> all night gambling session, and then he winds up winning us some funky domino game. Yeah, uh, and he takes everybody. Is, uh, was, is that was that supposed to be mahjong? Or? No, mahjong has really thick ones and has pictures on oh, it or okay, something okay. like that. And I think you stack them. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I've been to Chinatown in Houston. I've seen those guys play at the Hong Kong Mart. It's literally called the Hong Kong Mart. But uh, yeah, those guys look gangster as shit. Like <laughs> they look like your typical like fat Chinese gangsters that. They're there just playing mahjong, just like, nah, we're here. But, but yeah. And everybody else is like, yeah, don't go sit. Don't, don't go fuck with don't those Don't go guys. watch those guys. Like, yeah. leave those guys alone. It, it's definitely a thing. Um, and then he takes, so, so uh, uh, Jack Burton is, is Kurt Russell's character. Jack Burton takes everybody's money. And Eddie Wong's like, hey, I need to win my money back. And he was like, just give it up, man. Just give it up. And then he pulls out this giant ass fucking cleaver. Yeah. And he's like, hey, Jack, I need to win my money back. Nothing or double. Because he's Asian, so he has to say shit, you know, wrong. Yeah, he's saying it like, yeah. Which is weird, though, because he, like, otherwise speaks spectacular English. Yeah. Like, better than Jack. Yeah, shit. he's, like, he's way more articulate than Jack. Like, maybe he's definitely the wise Chinaman, right? Yeah. And, uh, Chinaman racist? <laughs> <laughs> I think it is if you call him wise. <laughs> This doubles down wise, on the stereotype. Yeah, right? Wise. Uh, like, he's just a dumb fuck China, China <laughs> You could be like, yeah, oh, okay, it's okay. not that bad. So my apologies for that if it you is. Know, you know what's weird about this movie, though? There's like, I, I, I was re-watching it. I've tried to watch everything that we, we were going to review. Yeah, fucking, I watched it the other day. Like, there's like a lot of, uh, like, most of the Asian characters in this that have speaking parts, like, are speaking, like, perfect English. Yeah. There's not, like, a, a single, like, fucking, like, data from the Goonies 
pictures of pals. Yeah, like fucking just crazy accented, barely understand the motherfucker. Doctor like, Jones. Doctor yeah. Jones. Yeah. There's none of that. Like Egg Chen is like just like he has a slight accent, slight but accent, yeah. but it's like still like super on point articulate. He doesn't sound like you know fucking like stilted fucking old school English fucking Charlie Chan right, whatever right. shit from the you know twenties or something like. John Carpenter was ahead of his time. He was like, hey. Kind of, yeah. Like, I was know? like, yo, this is like a really actually like, for the time, I'm sure like a lot of people were like, yo, well, what the 80, fuck? Yeah, it was 80 something. Well, 86. Like, I'm sure a lot of people in the theater were like, uh, excuse me, why why isn't that Asian man pressing a t-shirt, pre- pressing yeah. some dress shirts? Yeah, yeah. Saying, ticky. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> all the racist hits. Yeah, all the racist hits, right? Um, so we go, so we, we move on. This is where, you know, this is the, you know, first five ten minutes of the scene or whatever but then he he bets him and he bets him that he can cut a glass bo- glass beer bottle in half and yeah. he's like nothing or double so jack burns like fuck it let's do this and he fails and of course jack burn catches it out of the air and you know as he's leaning back he's like boom and he catches it and he's like it's all in the reflexes and so he fucking puts it back down or whatever and so uh he he uh, so he does. So he catches it in, in midair, and he's like, you know, I need my money. And he's like, nah, well, I ain't got it, you know. And he's like, what are you talking about? You ain't got it. He's like, I'm a poor Chinese boy. And he's like, well, you got a restaurant. It's more than I got, you know. And so he convinces him, like, hey, I got to go pick up my girl from from the airport. From the airport. And Jack Burton's like, I'll follow. I'll follow you. And then he says, you know what? I'll drive you. Now, I've been to airports. Chris, you've been to a ton of airports. Have you ever seen a fucking 18-wheeler roll up at an airport <laughs> to either pick up, drop off, or park? It happens. It, you know what I mean? Like <clears throat> It was 86. Maybe it was a different time. I feel like nowadays you definitely... And that airport was fucking, fucking small as shit. Oh, oh, so here's the thing. So they get to the airport, right? And they're fucking waiting for this girl to come off. And there's we see Kim Cattrall. Kurt Russell fucking goes up to Kim Cattrall. And he's like, hey, baby, what's going on? And she like disses him. And this is when like... This was like cute Kim Cattrall, right? Yeah, this she was, was like, on point in this. Yeah, because this, this is, is like post Porky's. Yeah, right. And Fresh Porky's, off of wasn't she in Mannequin too? Like, yeah, <laughs> she's a mannequin. She was in Mannequin. Yeah, yeah. I don't, was she in Mannequin too? She was the no, mannequin, no, I've right? been Mannequin T O O. Oh, not Mannequin too. <laughs> As <don't>, well. <laughs> yes, thank you. Mannequin but also. She was. She was the mannequin, right? Yeah, she she yeah. was the mannequin chick. So Jesus, she was eighties. Kim Cattrall was fucking yeah. awesome. She yeah, was in Police Academy too. She was in Police That's Academy. That's right. She was right. in Police Academy. Yeah, she's making that money since way back. She she was. She yeah. was kind of a. She was a, a piece. Hit. Yeah, man, she was a hit. She had the that fucking howling scene in Porky's where she was getting banged in the in the yeah. know, guy's locker room and stuffing dirty socks down her mouth. <laughs> Some chick like it like that, you know. Um. So we meet her, right? We figure that you know you know she's going to be a part of the character, and so Wang. His Wang's girls coming off of the thing, and now we get introduced to the uh, Lords of Death, right? Dope name. Dope name. Um, and she's like, you know, don't mess with them. It's Lords of Death. You know, this, this and that. Da, 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 da. Um, and so, uh, so she, he's picking. She's like, don't mess with them. It's Lords of Death. What are they doing here, right? Yeah. Well, they're there to they're there to kidnap Kim Cattrall's person that she's picking up she's kind of some aclu you know uh fucking get to america safe type of yeah. attorney or whatever and um and so she's like uh, he's like okay you know whatever so then instead of getting her they get wayne's girlfriend because wayne's girlfriend's got green eyes yeah well that's not why they got oh, her though. No. they got her because Just... because kurt russell fucked everything up 
with the whole other chick, and so they get Wayne's girlfriend. Yeah, that's right. They're like, just right? take this one. Yeah. Now, they're running through the airport. These these lords of death, right? They're they're going through the airport. Um, they got fucking. They got K bars on them. They got all yeah, kinds yeah, of they're weapons. They're armed. They're, they're armed. To they're the, ninja armed and yeah, shit. Yeah, like. And then they're walking. There's a scene where they're walking, and they're going to go kidnap the girl. They're walking way too close to each other. Yeah. They're, they're, Their shoulders are overlapping. <laughs> like, if you saw three dudes walking like that down, like, those dudes are up to something. Yeah, they're in a phalanx, like, ready they, position. They are in a human phalanx. You are exactly right. I didn't think about that. That is exactly true. They're in a they human are ready phalanx, for some right? shit to jump off. Um, so, they get, so they get there. And they kidnap the girl, and this like the movie starts. And I didn't realize that this movie like jumped right into it. It yes, and does not stop. It is almost like speed style yeah. in terms of like I was when I was watching, I was like, holy shit, this shit is actually like kind of ahead of its time. Yeah, as far as like just in a lot of ways, I feel like just as far as the humor, but then as far as like the pacing is just like you said, it's just breakneck. They don't stop like really for shit in this movie. Yeah, because I feel like I'm talking fast about this movie, but it, it's like it's this is the pace fast. of the movie. Yeah, this is the pace. This is this is what we're, it's going. We're at. like literally probably less than ten minutes in when <clears throat> yeah. when this happens, and like you said, this is pretty much movie starts official now, and it's not going to stop yeah. from here. So they they so Jack Burton and or Jack and Wang they go chase after the guys and and to go get you know Wang's chick cuz she gets kidnapped and now i'm not one to kidnap a lot of people or anything else like that <laughs> but i think i'm going to pick be- a better car than a Z-Rock <laughs> <laughs> because they show like the three guys and the third guy in the back seat is uncomfortable, yeah. And the chick in the very back seat, like, very, barely fits in the trunk because it's like it's, it's not yes. even a trunk. It's not even it's a just, trunk. It's it's just it's it's a kidnapping trunk, like. And then it has the big window on it, so people can see from the outside. It's not <laughs> like it's hidden. They didn't throw her like in a fucking a trunk for a cutlass. No, you know what I mean, like where she can bang and do whatever she wants. They, and then yeah, nobody's gonna hear. You know? They needed to take some tips from some Italians. Straight up, dude, because they, they'd they, have had the biggest trunk. She'd like, have had like, oh mm. shit. It's a fucking couch in here. Yeah, that's some horrible kid. Because they were there to kidnap somebody. Yeah. It wasn't like they got there and they were like, hey, maybe we should kidnap somebody. It's like, oh, dude, we didn't bring the right car. They were like, we're going to the airport to-, <laughs> to go kidnap we're somebody. Go kidnap somebody. You want to take the van? No, no, no. No. It's like, that. we're not taking that wag-ass van. Why don't we take my dope-ass IROC? <laughs> Gotta look I good. got some we're tunes pick- to bump. We're picking up a chick, right? Because, you know, back then, like, you were listening to their current music. So... They weren't like, you know, it was 86. They weren't bumping LL back then. They were, you know, they was like, we listened to traditional stuff. And so, uh, so they pick up old girl and Jack Burton, Wayne get in his truck and they take off and they head towards Chinatown. And they get out of the airport area. I've never been to San Francisco. You've been, you've been to San Francisco, right? Mm-hmm. The airport's pretty far out. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit, right? It's a little South bit out. South of town. South of town. These guys get like to the in, in a matter of seconds. They like make a left and then make another left, and boom, they're in fucking Chinatown. Like it's right there, right? They're in the heart of it. Yeah, it's like it's like Hobby Airport in Houston, where it's in the middle of the fucking city, you know. So they get there, and you know he's saying like "Lords of Death" down this alley, and, and Jack's like, "Where?" He's like, "Turn now!" And he straight up does like a fucking ninety degree turn with, which is impressive because that's yeah. a big ass vehicle tire skidding and he goes down the most narrow alley of it like he didn't even think twice like that's why you know no. jack is yeah, like jack ride is or die boy. right jack is like i'm gonna go down this alley my stuck my truck might get stuck knock over some signs so then he goes and there's a lady cutting up a duck on his big ass uh, wooden block and he's like 
hold on, let me ask this lady if she knows where directions <laughs> is. And he's like, excuse me. And she's like, white devil. And she fucking just like goes into her house, leaves her duck out on the fucking yeah. balcony. Like, I'm going to come back for this later when this white devil goes away. <laughs> so all of a sudden you hear the Like, what, the, what the fuck is that? And then out comes the fucking picture of this dude, this, this Asian guy in yeah. a coffin, and these guys holding the coffin next to him, and they're walking, and da da da. And Jack's like, "Hey, what the fuck? What's going on?" I can't remember what the name of this clan was. You remember? Anybody no. know? I can't remember this one yeah, either. It's I can't, uh, there's there's it's God, I can't remember because it's it, like the wing sings or something. I was like gonna that. say because I think they 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 don't have something as memorable or in English as Lords of Death. Yeah. And so Jack Burton is like, hey, who's this? And, and Wayne tells him, um, like, hey, these are the good guys. Yeah. And so he says, um, hold on, let me see if I can find the name of these guys. Big Trouble, Little China, Facts Never Knew, Low Pan, Clan, da, da, da. Nope, can't find it. So sorry, folks. If you're somebody right now is like, they're fucking called this, dude. The fuck, man? Super so, expert. Yeah, super expert. Fucking Kurt Russell's listen. Yeah. Hey, go play baseball, Kurt Russell. And relax. So they come out and they're like, you know, this is what's going on. And he says, you know, what's going on? He's like, it's a funeral. Yeah. Chang's like, it's a funeral. And again, I feel like I'm talking fast in this movie, but this movie no, is this, this is, fast. No, this is right? what's happening. So he says. We're about to jump into a fucking crazy scene. So then all of a sudden, Jack's like, hey, you know what? I'm not going to disrespect the funeral. I'm going to just take this bad boy in reverse now. First off, he fucking was at a weird angle, and to back that big bitch out was going to yeah. be a song bitch. Like, yeah. I, most truckers that I've known, because I know, I know I have truckers in the family and stuff, they're like pretty good drivers, and they take these big ass vehicles and put them in the most random places. But I was like, that's going to be a little bit. That's going to take a little bit to get out. So he fucking he backs out, and, or he's getting ready to back out, and he's like, hey, uh, these, he, I think he calls them Ching Dings. I think he goes, hey, these Ching Dings, and then Chang's like, these Wing Sings. He goes, they got enemies? And he goes, yeah. He goes, that wear red turbans? And he's like, yeah. He goes, oh, these guys are fucking animals. Yeah. Or he says, these guys are animals. I don't think he drops the F-bomb. These guys are animals. And it shows them, and the first guy he shows has a fucking meat cleaver that he's twirling and is like pounding into his hand, right? Yeah. Like, you know, pounding it into his hand. And he's a famous Asian action star. I was going to say, isn't that the guy from? Uh, he's a guy from from. He's the guy from Lethal Weapon, yes, right? Yes, yes. He's, he, he's the guy that. Uh, is it Jeff Amato? The other one? Oh, it's the guy with the handlebar. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes. I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name. I just know he's he's the guy that uh, electrocutes Mel Gibson in Lethal Weapon, and then yeah. we don't really get a good fight scene. Yeah. yeah. Mel Gibson so, just breaks his neck, and it's like, oh man, y'all should yeah. have had a good fucking. It's his name is Al Luing. Luing. Al Wing, and he's a Wing Kong is their is their crew, right? And so, uh, and the other crew is called the Cheng Sing. Cheng Sing, right? So these guys show up, and then all of a sudden, one of the guys from the Wing Kong fucking does this deep breath, gets into a horse stance, and fucking <laughs> and fucking pulls his six shooters dude and starts shooting the shit yes. out of the fucking picture and shooting the shit out of the coffin. All of a sudden, a bunch of Asian guys got guns. Yeah. Now, even the Asian guys at the funeral have guns. Yeah. Right? And when I was a little kid, I just took it for what it was worth, and that's what it was. As an adult, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, why is there so many guns at a funeral? You find out later. Yeah. But you figure out, like, it's very odd for all these guys to have guns at a funeral, right? So all of a sudden, it gets really quiet. 
And Jack is like, you know, yeah, let's do this. And he's like, Wang's like, shut the fuck up. Like, shut up, man. It's an Asian standoff. Like, I didn't even know there was an Asian standoff. Right. There's a fucking Asian standoff. He's like, don't say it. So Jack is sitting there in the side seat with this fucking knife that he pulled out. Like, dude, come on. You can't. Everybody's shooting guns off. You're going to pull your knife out? Like, what the fuck? So then one of the greatest fight scenes of all times happens. This is an awesome fight scene. Great this is a fucking scene. awesome fight. I, I rewatched it. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. I, I didn't remember how good this shit was. This is a fucking amazing fight scene. For so, like an American martial arts flick at that time, that was fucking Yeah, that fantastic. was phenomenal. A lot of, a lot of, there was a, there was definitely, there was a part, so they go and they start fighting each other. The guys that were holding the coffin, they pull their sticks out and their wooden poles, and they just start fucking everybody up, right? Yeah. The Chang Sing are just fucking massacring. They're just beating the shit out of everybody. And the the uh, the Wing Kong, they, you know, they're getting some licks in on some certain people and this and that. They're cutting and slicing dudes up. Some dude fucking cuts a guy in the stomach and then stabs him on the ground. Yeah. Like, it, it's some wild shit going on, right? So there's a scene in there, though, where uh, Al, I'm going to say Al Long, because it's L-E-O-N-G. So Al Long, he fucking takes one of the, uh, the Chang Sing, and he kind of does like a fireman carry and throws yeah. it to the glass, right? And so that's it. The guy just kind of gets knocked down, and he's laying down. Well, then there's this old guy, this really old uh, Wing Kong guy. <laughs> he's like, he should not be fighting. <laughs> I don't know how he showed up in the flick. I don't know which son dishonored him. And they were like, look, your son left. He's now an accountant. (laughs) You need to take his place. Like, you know, we need you in the fucking Wing Kong, uh, Chang Sing fucking brawl down in the alleyway. And he's like, dude, I got arthritis. My fucking green tea isn't working the way that it used to. Like, I got to, I got to, I got to, I can't make it. And they're like, you got to go. Got no option. You got nobody. <laughs> He's, his base, his whole scene is, ah, and then the guy jumps that was thrown through the glass window. He jumps through another glass window and tackles him to the ground. It was a bit excessive. <laughs> <laughs> For the old man. For the old man. But in a movie like this, it was like, I get it. Yeah. It's just we'll the, it. the fact that he was just like that old. Like, it was yeah. like. And if you if, if you don't remember it, go back and watch that fight scene, and then you'll see like he's now he sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah, because now he's just an old dude, you know. <laughs> so then they're fighting, you know, and then you get you get introduced to the Chang Sing's hand symbol, which yeah. is basically like a tiger thing, mm. and then the, that little L, and yeah. that fucking that was the emphasis. Yeah, like huh, like That's you right. know, pop it out, and so you know everybody's like kicking the shit out of each other, and then the wings said when they would beat somebody, it was like when they it was like. When you beat somebody up on Mortal Kombat and you beat all their energy down and they knock the guy out, then they would just like that was their pose, you know. That <laughs> was like, like a high five. It was like an Asian high five. Yeah, like from across the fucking yeah. battlefield, yeah. though, dude. Like you know, like I knocked this guy out. You know, it's like and dude, like I saw like, that. Yeah, like dude, I fuck. And then he would do it back. Like yeah, yeah. I saw it, dude. I fucking saw that. Like I mean, I'm gonna go do this guy now, right? <laughs> so all of a sudden, yeah. fucking storm hits. And everybody's like, oh, shit. what the fuck? Everybody backs up. And this guy comes flipping out of the fucking storm, out of the, the explosion. This guy comes flipping out. And he's this big Asian guy. And he fucking starts, you know, doing his, his kata, basically, right? And he's like, and he's popping his arms. He's popping and locking. And he fucking does everything. And then he steps to the side. 
and then another guy comes fucking flying out of the air, right? Yeah. The first guy is Thunder. Yeah, the first guy is Thunder. First which, do they specify this at some point? Do they call him by these things? Cause I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. Yeah, he does and He does call him Thunder, and he does call him... I don't think he calls him Wind, and I don't think he calls him... Uh, it was Rain and Lightning. Rain and Lightning. Rain, okay, yeah, Thunder, I remember, Rain and I remember like, that association from when I was a kid, but then I was rewatching it, and I missed the scene where he calls mm-hmm. him Thunder, because I was like... What did it, did me and my brothers? Cause me and my brothers watched the shit out of this movie. When yeah, we were kids. I was like, did we just make that up? Did we just like, cause they called them the three storms, and then I was right. like, did we just like fucking like just associate it with like, okay, he's the powerful one. That's thunder. The other guy's kind of the there's a part the in more there elegant where, one. He's yeah. the rain, and then the lightning one is very obvious. Yeah, yeah. So I think the lightning and the rain were kind of self explanatory, but thunder is is labeled because Lopan actually calls him thunder. Okay. He's like he tells him like thunder, kill him. You know, yeah. okay. at the very at the very end. So thunder, you see, you get introduced to thunder. You get introduced to uh, Rain, who is the dopest character to me. Like, I fuck it. Yeah, I, no fucking way, yeah. dude. Yeah, he we, was the weakest. Oh, dude, Rain was dope, man. His fucking, fucking movement. Lightning. <laughs> lightning was my guy when I was a kid. Yeah, lightning. Rain because of his movements, man. Rain was just like swift and fucking. Oh. He had that when he came. When you first introduced him, he had that big ass Chinese uh, hat on or the yeah. big uh, uh, straw hat on, and he had that fucking look where he was looking down like this, and he fucking. He did. He came in and he fucking he did his, his rain shit and then he looked down, right? Yeah. And it was that dope. He had a little chin strap on to keep yeah. his hat on and he did that look. That look was like, I'm fucking here. So then lightning shows up and he shows up on a fucking lightning bolt and everybody can suck a dick because this is where they got reading from. Oh, yeah, definitely. There's that's no, real. Yeah. That's it, a real thing. Is it a real thing? Yeah. I've never read it. I've always assumed that's where they got reading from, but I it was, was like. inspired by that. Yeah. They, you def, if you've seen this movie and you fucking played He's Mortal totally Kombat, rating, yeah. anybody that saw the first time in their life where they went to the arcade and were like, oh, shit, Mortal Kombat, everybody was like, oh, shit, it's fucking, you know. <laughs> it's, it's fucking lightning. It's from, lightning from fucking Mortal Kombat. It's from lightning from Big Trouble in Little China. And I think what? Shang Tsung was. A, uh, modeled after David Lopin. Oh, was he? That would make so. total that w- sense. That would make sense. Yeah. yeah. Why they didn't put Rain in there is beyond me. Or Thunder. Because <laughs> he's the gayest character. <laughs> I was going to say, because they. Nobody likes Rain. Dude. He's pitter patter. <laughs> he's soothing. He shows up and people are like, oh, that's calming. That's, yeah, that's what he does. He soothes the leaves. <laughs> so. <laughs> so they come in and then they tend, they start to pull out the most awkward weapons yeah. known to man. <laughs> yeah, because the yeah, so then he pulls out like these, like a scythe yeah, thing, right? Size. So Thunder pulls out these little scythes. Rain pulls out basically some back scratchers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Rain shit looks weird <laughs> as fuck. Rain says, ha, and the fucking back scratchers just come out. And I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm good for the back scratch. <laughs> and then Lightning pulls out these fucking propellers on his hands. That yeah. he has to power up. So bad. And it's just like, it's the most awkward Yeah, set. the only one that kind of has a reasonable weapon is Thunder. Yeah. Thunder's yeah. looks like, okay, like that might, it's a little too exotic, but it, it's at least reasonable looking. Like, yeah. The other two are like, what the I'm, fuck is this? I remember thinking that those guys were like the Bubba Fett's of this movie. They were so fucking cool. Yeah. And then there was just like, well, I mean, they really didn't do too much. <laughs> no, they did. Exactly. <laughs> like, they don't, they hardly use those weapons. There's like, a ton of Star Wars fans. The right only now, one. Like, Fuck you, man. Bubba Fett is the reason Star Wars was successful. <laughs> didn't do dick in the movie. But couldn't they, fucking hit the side of a barn. They're the younger ones. Because the older Star Wars fans, we all remember how disappointed we were. When, like, I remember Bubba Fett. Like, Bubba Fett dying in Return of the Jedi, like, hurt my heart a little as a kid, even though he was a bad guy. Yeah. It was like, yeah, but he, 
And I don't even know why we thought he was cool. Is the weird thing. Like you he look back, you like cool. you said, he just he doesn't do much. He had a random cool. rocket on his back. Yeah. Exactly. You literally, you had to bend over like ninety degrees uh-huh. from your waist to shoot. <laughs> Yep. Right, he had to do a fucking yoga pose. He had to like get into like yoga horse fucking. He's a bounty hunter. And He's he a bounty like, hunter. Cool he, helmet. He was cool like, helmet. And had his own like, ship. Case. Yeah, and little then, cape. Huh, he had to do his little fucking split out and then bend over 90 degrees. And He's the only guy that gets rocking. away with talking back to Vader. Like, you know, Vader's. He's like, he's no good to me, dead. Like Vader's choked people for fucking apologizing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Vader. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Okay, so we get introduced. <laughs> so back to the movie. So then, so then we get introduced to that. So Jack Burton is like, so you know, Jack and Wang are still in the truck. Yeah. This whole thing's going on. Jack and Wang's in the truck. And Jack was like, what the? And Wang's like, drive, man. Just fucking drive. Which is, in this scenario, you ain't got to tell me to drive. I'm driving, right? So it, this, this part is kind of disappointing. It's kind of the Bubba Fett, like you said. Yeah. He's driving. Thunder and Rain just kind of step to the side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not even like a, a mystical thing. No. They, they try to make it mystical, it's but they're just safety. like. Yeah. <laughs> The guy's like, hey, it's a truck coming, man. Watch out. Yeah. <laughs> Game off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. And then Lightning fucking jumps over the truck, right? Yeah. Right? And yeah. fucking Jack Burton's like, hey, what the shit? And then he, the he, he looks over, and then we introduced oh. to Lopez. David Lopez. I went grade nine. <laughs> so he's like, David Lopez looking at the truck, and he's telling him, come forward. Yeah. Come forward. Taunts him a little bit. And when, and he looks and and, and uh, Jack Burton looks over at Wang and he's like, you know what I do? He's like, keep driving, man, just keep driving. And so he fucking drives over and he hits him. And it's like a good hit too. Like, yeah, solid. If, it, the, the way they did it in the movie was like somebody got hit by a truck, right? Because <laughs> that motherfucker went under the truck. Yeah. And so mistake number one in the movie, Jack stops. Right? Yeah. So Jack was like, I fucking ran him over, and he, they get out of the car, and David's there, David Lopan's there, and he fucking does the glowy face. And he's like, you know, he opens up his fucking mouth and his eyes and he goes, ah, and a fucking beam of light comes out. And Wayne comes from the side and he sees the beam of light and he tells fucking, uh, he tells Jack, he's like, don't look. And he was like, I did. So <laughs> they're running off and he starts splashing water into his eyes and he says, you know, okay, okay, I can see, I can see. So they're running off and they're like, what the fuck, man? I got, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. And then they run back into the Lords of Death. Right? Yeah. And then they're like, you know, hey, Wang. And then David's, and, then, and this is like throughout the movie, they're stating the obvious like over and over again. Yes. It's like, hey, Wang. And then, and then Jack's like, they know your name, Wang. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's not good. So they run off from there and they jump down into this, you know, they escape through this, you know, out of the alleyway through this open window and the Lords of Death pass them by. Um, and then they meet. The they actually meet the the guys that escape uh, the the Wing Chun was it Wing Chun I'm sorry God dang it the Chang Sing the Chang Sing that escape from the battle right and these are the Golden Tarp guys these are the guys these are the six guys carrying the casket yeah with the metal poles and these are the badasses and uh, Jack's like hey man what's going on out there and so this is where they explain like hey they're the storms the three storms yeah and you know at this point Jack has no idea what's going on but Wang knows. Like, yeah. Wayne knows that's David Lopan. Wayne knows about the three storms. He's very much, uh, uh, he very much is like, 
these later on in the movie he explains like these stories were told to us as kids but we tend to forget them yeah and that that comes from something it comes from like an old fairy tale or something like that where it's like you you know people tend to forget about these things but they do exist right. but as you get older you just don't believe anymore right and so um i don't know if it was stolen from that but it, it was you know that same idea concept yeah, same, was, taken, yeah. was taken from that so um then they show up I think aren't they back at the apartment? They're back at the apartment with Egg Chan and Wang's uncle, right? And uh, Egg Chan is is a great character. I think Egg Chan is, is is one. Of, he's like the old man. It's like I survived all these years. I don't know if he's just like a like a mystic or if he's part of like the whole. Like, is he also like a David Lopan type character? Like, if he's just like a Ghostbuster. super immortal or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. Because at at one point later on, when they battle. Lopan says something like, "You were never able to to beat me," or something like that. So it implies like they've they've had it out, yeah, over before. the years. Yeah, right. so it's like how how old is is a Chen? Yeah, right. Also, great fucking name. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not sure if that's again, I'm not sure if it's racist, but like his name is Egg Chen. Like it is literally spelled egg. Yeah, right. I'm not sure. It, what sounds, it, it seems like that's like a nickname yeah. almost or something though. Like egg, like, and, it, it, like egghead. Yeah, but, or know, something like he got a nickname for some weird shit. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, it's it's uh it's uh anyway, so they end up back there and they start to explain who David Lopan is and David Lopan. And here's the other thing they do in this movie too. They don't leave anything to question. No. Right? So it's like they lay it out. Yeah, so Kim Cattrall goes into this fucking, you know, five minute explanation of who David Lopan David Lopan, the banker, the one who's never been yes, seen, the like, most he's the, he hasn't been seen in Chinatown for forty five years and blah 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 blah. They that are David quick Lopin. with the exposition yeah, here. Yeah, they are quick with and it's like, Well, who's David Lopan? And it's like, wait a second, Kim Cattrall's gonna fucking give his yeah. biography here in a minute. <laughs> and so and write all that shit down. <laughs> so t- and take note because this may be important for later. Yeah, exactly. Right? John Carpenter though, like, he does that in a lot of movies. Yeah, and then like the speed of it too. You're talking mm-hmm. about that's just that's like his, his style. Yeah, they get right into it. Yeah, I like it. I enjoy it. It's yeah. it's great because there's no room for like yeah, exactly bullshit. Like, if if you know like there's movies where that kind of thing is done, but it's done a lot more clumsily. Yeah, and like I think to Chris's point because Carpenter it's a it's kind of a signature for him and it's like it, you can tell it's done deliberately a lot of people do shit like that but they do it by accident they don't right. realize that they're like you're you're having a character explain some shit in a goofy way yeah yeah but like he's like no we're just going to explain the shit so everybody just knows it and we can just get to the fucking the fun shit yeah instead yeah. of like having to be like oh we got to have an establishing scene and you know a lot of the movies would have you showed Lopan like doing some examples of some of this shit and it would just be clumsier that way. Right, right. Just have her tell us what the fuck it is and then we can just, because it, you know, half that shit is like, like you said, it's super important. The other half is just kind of like, yeah, you know, it's window dressing. It kind of yeah, doesn't matter. It doesn't but, matter at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, and at the same time, we, Kim Cattrall is there, we get introduced into her report. Oh, no, no, not yet. My bad. Take that back. So they, they're in that apartment and they're like, hey, we got to get back the girlfriend, right? And yeah. the girlfriend's name, what is her name? Mao Yin. Yes. Yes, very good. Yeah. Mao Yim, played by Susie Pai. Susie Pai. Uh, Wang says it a million fucking times. Yeah, Mao Yin. Mao Yin. Mao Yin. Mao Yin. So, uh, so yeah. So, and and she doesn't. When they show the picture of her in the airport, because he's like, I'm gonna go pick up this girl, mm-hmm. and she has like her sexy picture. Doesn't look a whole lot of Chinese. 
It's totally like a weird headshot too. Yeah, it looks like a, a, a fucking like okay. So why what? It looks like the headshot that she used to get the, the parts. Yes, <laughs> yes. It looks like they just took the actress's headshot. Yeah, or just like fuck it, like like they. Like, John's shit. like, dude, we gotta get a, a picture. picture. You got a headshot? <laughs> fucking bring that. It's like, why is he gonna be carrying around her headshot? He's fucking Chinese, dude. Whatever. He, he, he has, like he would have a picture of her in like traditional a, garb. Yeah. It's a black and white, and he says he hasn't seen her, like, he came over, yeah. you know, without her or whatever, so he hasn't seen her in however long, but yeah, like, why was she even, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, at all, at all. So, uh, so he's like, we gotta go get Mao Yin, we gotta get Mao Yin. So they figure that, oh, and then we get introduced to uh, Wang Chi's cousin, um, and that is Eddie Lee, paid by Donald Lee, not a far stretch, Eddie Lee, and Eddie Lee's like this, you know, he's an attorney. Uh, he's fast talker. He's kind of like Jack, like the Asian Jack Burton, right? Yeah. So Eddie's like, "Hey, man, I heard that the you know the Lords of Death they were just there to pick up some chick, and they uh, and this is where this is where they explain the fight scene mm-hmm. between the two gangs, right? Or between the two sects. And so he says, "Look, man, he goes like the the Lords of Death were just sent on a mission." To go, they were going there to go pick up a girl. They didn't know that that was your girl. Like they were there to just go kidnap a girl and sell her to the, to the dragons something. Yeah, it's a, basically a brothel. Yeah, and he goes and um, where it is that the, that uh, Lopan ordered a hit on the guy whose funeral it was, ordered an assassin. And then so they were doing their funeral, and he sent the uh, the, the way called the Wing Kong to go and you know kill everybody at the funeral. Like he wanted the whole thing done with. And so it was basically they were mourning a guy who got assassinated, and then the two sects fought each other, you yeah. know, all because David Lopan wanted it. So they send, uh, so they decide that they're going to go to the brothel to go get this girl back, right? And so they send Jack Burton in, and of course, you know, they got to send him in, and he looks all fucking nerdy and shit, and he's like, hey, you know, uh, my wife said that I, or he goes, my people said that I could get, you know, a massage, I can get some, uh, you know, fucking, hey, get my fucking balls rubbed here at the fucking. They would have what I need. There's nothing else in that place. It's just a fucking brothel. Yeah. Like, there's, there's a fish tank, and it's in a fucking six-story building. And yeah. there's, like, there's, nothing, there's, there's nothing else in that building could be besides a brothel, right? <laughs> and so Jack is like, you know, what I really would like is a girl with green eyes, which every guy says. Like, who fucking... <laughs> What I really would like is a girl with fucking blonde. No, who gives a shit? Like, right, give me a yeah. girl with a snatch. I'm trying to get something. And let's get the fuck out of here. So then we get introduced to Margot, who's a writer, and she recognized. And Kim Control's like, I think I recognize that car, and just like goes into this lady's car. Yeah, they're waiting for him outside. It's raining outside, and they're like, Hey, we're just gonna go into this lady's car. I thought that was kind of odd, you know, just to kind of like burst into this lady's car, and the lady's like, Oh, hey, it's you. Like, yeah. you know. Well, she get Kim Control get this is what I thought was odd. She gets into the car and she was like, "Don't worry, it's me." Yeah, I'm gonna worry a little bit. I'm in a I'm in a dangerous neighborhood yeah, and like shit. Like I'm doing an investigative reporting and you're just gonna jump yeah. in my car like that? Like some like you're just a figure out in pouring rain? You're just gonna jump in my car? That's that's you know it's offsetting. So Jack is in there and he's in there with the girl and he's questioning her. And the girl's like, remove your tie. And Jack's like, yeah, I know. My wife gave it to me. Like, <laughs> I don't think dudes, fucking prostitutes are talking about their wives. No, yeah. Like- he's, like, he's like, they told him like something like, you got to be disarming. Or like, you got to like, you know, 
make them vulnerable. So he's playing up the geek angle. Yeah, the geek like angle. Hard. He's wearing glasses and shit. It's like he's so funny. He's got a blazer. He's like they, playing up super geeky. And they had like this clothes just laying around like in Jack Burton size. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just, it's, it's, that's the funny part. It's like the most random. Where did they get this shit at? Like let's, let's go down the Salvation Army before we go <laughs> down to the fucking Peking Palace and to get a fucking, to get a handy. And so, so all of a sudden building blows up and they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Three storms are back. Yep. Big glow, big green glowing cloud over the building and the three storms are back. And the three storms are there to get somebody. Well, they're there to get Mao Ying because Mao Ying has green eyes, right? And so they're like, you know, what's the deal with these green eyes? So they kidnap her. They take her. And uh, Wang is like, what the fuck? And so he runs in. He runs to the building. They can't stop him at all. Uh, Jack sees the whole thing. And this is where Rain, who's dope. (laughs) (laughs) I like it, our our debate. Yeah. Jack walks up to Rain and takes his hat off and punches him, and Rain just kind of looks at him like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then uh, does he throw the ball? He just throw the ball at him. He just, like, blows at him, right? I think that's when, yeah, because I don't think the ball is until yeah, they think, have him captured later. So he's in the hallway, and he just kind of, like, whoo, and fucking Jack goes flying across the hallway, right? Because he's Rain, and he's dope. He just blew him. <laughs> that's not dope. <laughs> depends on what you're looking at. It depends on what you're looking for at the fucking Peking Palace or whatever. <laughs> That's what Jack Burton was looking for, <laughs> to be blown by a guy. So they kidnap her. So then they go back to the house, and they're like, what the fuck, this, this, and that, and the other. You know what's going on, blah, 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 blah. So they're like, hey, we got to go to David Lopan's place because that's where they took this girl at. Like, they took this girl. Those people are David Lopan's people. We got to go. So at this point, Jack's like, what the fuck, man? What the fuck is going on? Like, yeah, yeah, tell me what, what's up. We got, you know, we got a guy blowing me. We got another guy fucking coming in off of lightning bolts. Now, I will say this. He, lightning is blowing people up, and at the same time, he's, like, grabbing this girl, and nothing's happening to the girl while electricity's all fucking flowing around her. He's the best. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Highly skilled. I would say he has full control of his powers, man. Highly skilled. I'm just saying. I, I imagine her hair would have got frizzy or something. There's <laughs> some static electricity. Take a balloon and stick it to her head. Not a hair out of place. Not one. Not a single one. He knows what he's doing. I guess. I guess. So he so they so they decided they're gonna go to David Lopan's place. And so they go there. And this is where the fast talking Jack Burton comes in. And he's just like he walks in and he has these fucking hiking boots on. I'm not like yeah, he's these, got these weird, boots. weird calf high boots that he has to, you know, wrap around his leg to tie. And in like a tank top, right? Like a jacket and a tank top on. And he walks in. He's like, hey, I'm here with the telephone company. First off, Asian security guard, you guys suck. Because terrible. Nobody from the security company. And he's just carrying a phone. Yeah. That's the thing, too. The thing is that he's carrying a phone in his hand. And he's like, hey, I'm from AT&T. How's it going? And just like walking. What, the lines are over here? Okay, thanks. Meanwhile, Wang's in the back speaking, you know, full-on Cantonese. And he's just like, you know, big ball, one thing, thing, And he's like talking to him. And if that was racist, I apologize. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so he, he's, he's, you know, walking past them and telling them, I guess, the same thing that Jack is saying. And the security cards are just like. They, they don't, like, check a list. Like, nothing. Something. Like, like you got a criminal organization going on in the back <laughs> of kidnapped girls. Yeah. And you're not even going to attempt to stop them. You're like, not going to be like, "Hey, wait a minute, let me make sure. I, let me make sure I call this in. The phone guy was supposed to be here today or something. Like yeah, nothing, nothing, just, nothing. They're, just, at they're all. just like, oh, like 
It was just that's what it was. So and we and we know later that these are active security guards. They try yeah. to shoot at them later. So like it's not like these guys are just like oh you know I'm just here to get a check. I'm, I don't really like fucking bother with like actual security. Like they they get active, but like in this moment right. they're just like yeah fuck it. And they're armed to the teeth too. Yeah, like these guys are they got like machine like, guns. And yeah, shit. Tech Nines and shit. Like I've never seen a security guard with a Tech Nine. No. Like <laughs> like straight gangster. This is weapons. super criminal security, and yet in this moment they're just like, eh, fine. Nah, whatever. It's on the you up know. and up. Yeah, it's cool. It <laughs> looks good to me. It looks like a phone guy. Yeah, right. So then they go in and they like become super detectives, and they notice like, hey, see those lines right there going into the wall, and they're like, yeah, it looks like two people dragging a third. Yeah. So they're like, let's go over here and let's do this wall thing, and then Chang's like. So what is that, like counting, or, or they go in, they see the elevator, and the elevator is counting, you know, it's going down, right? Yeah. And so Jack goes, hey, is this counting backwards? And Chang's like, no, downwards. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like it was supposed to be, I think it was supposed to be like, a, like, like uh, when he says, uh, you know, nothing or double, right? Yeah. Like a mistranslation, but it, it just, it was factual. It was actually counting downwards. <laughs> it wasn't, you know, it's like, no, it's going, just going down. So they go down and they're sitting there and they're fucking chilling in the elevator. All of a sudden, the elevator's filling up with water. And right. They're like, what the fuck? So then they come out of the elevator and they pop their heads up. And then and earlier in the movie, they talk about how the Chinese have a lot of different hells. Yeah. So there's a bunch of dead bodies hanging upside down. So fucking Jack pops his head out. Wang pops his head out. And he's like, where are we at? And Wang's like, in the hell of the upside down sinners. Like, yeah. That's very like, That is some specific, specific shit. And then they look up, and who do they see? Thunder. Is it, it thunder? Wait, is it thunder? It's thunder. Is it thunder? Or is it lightning? It's I like thought it was thunder. thunder. I think it's thunder. I think okay. it's thunder. So they see thunder. Thunder. And then they go, and the next scene is they're both tied up, and Rain is smacking the shit out of Wang, and Jack is like, hey, why don't you pick on somebody your own size? And then the red ball appears. It's like a little wiffle ball, and he blows it at him. And he fucking hits him with the ball in his stomach and he bends yeah. over and they fucking they get tied up. Uh then they introduce him, they they pull him back out, and this is where you get introduced to the old David the old, the old David Lopin. Yeah. Who at this point he hasn't said he hasn't said anything in the movie. You just saw him, but you saw him as his seven foot tall ghost looking yeah. you know, ancient in, in ancient Chinese garb, royalty garb. And he comes out and he's in this wheelchair and he's a very frail old man, but he's he's got a mouth in him too. Yeah, he's he like, is talking shit. He's talking mad shit, and he's just like, "I'm going to marry uh, what's her name, uh, Mao Mao Yen. I'm going to marry Mao Yen, and I'm going to appease the god, and he's going to dig. And then Jack Brennan's like, "And then you're going to conquer the world." And he's like, "Exactly." And he goes, <laughs> "Or you can just go to a loony bin and blah 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 blah." Yeah. And he's like, "Oh god damn it!" So then he looks over and he sees. He sees Margot, he sees fucking yeah. Kim Cattrall, and he sees Eddie, and he's like, you know, he's like, oh, what the hell is this shit? You know what? It, this kind of shit really pisses me off. Yeah. Like, the way that he says it. The way he says it. <laughs> I always remembered that. Like, it was just like, yeah. It, it doesn't befit somehow this ancient. Oh, this old man. Like, it's, yeah. like this, it's very, like, quick with the tongue, you know, yeah. type of deal. And it's not like a, like, he's a very, he's very frail, but his mind is there. It's like, yeah. it's the kind of character that he is. And so. You know, the way that he says it, this, this kind of shit really pisses me off. <laughs> like, just fucking bitter. Yeah. Like, like his master plan is being disrupted. Like just frustrated, by Two yeah. white girls and an Asian guy. <laughs> so they show, the, they show Eddie and fucking and Margo and, the, and Kim Patrol, whatever. I could forget her fucking name. Uh, J- J- Janice? No, it's like Tracy. Or Gracie, Gracie, Gracie Law. Gracie. Gracie Law. Gracie. 
So it's it's Gracie Margo, Law. Yeah, Gracie Law, Eddie, and and uh, Margo, and they're fucking there, and they say, you know, uh, uh, they're they're there, and 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 they're like, hey man, we just want a tour, we just want to tour the place. And the security guard now, the security guards are like, we hey, can't whoa. let anybody in. Sorry. So then Thunder's there, and Thunder's like. He's the only one that has like a really terrible accent, right? So yeah. he's like, "I will show him the way." Like, yeah, like just really bad. And so they show him, knock him out in the elevator with some gas, and then they get they get locked up, right? Well, Eddie is now in this little tomb. They bring him in because he's knocked out, and he's in this little Jack and them. They're they they were tied to these wheelchairs, and and uh, Jack and Wang managed to get out of the wheelchairs and figure out that they're like in this in this steel kind of prison, and um. They bring in uh, Thunder, brings in Eddie over his shoulder, and then Jack, as he puts him down, Jack jumps on him, and he has him with a knife, and Jack's like, I got you now. And then, of course, Thunder fucking shows part of his superpower, which is he can blow him, he can expand himself. So he expands himself, and uh, Eddie, I guess Eddie wakes up at that point, they walk out, and Jack starts going backwards down this hill, which... I have a reoccurring dream where I'm going in reverse and I can't stop the car no matter how much I press on the brake. And I'm constantly like dodging cars. Like I never hit a car, but I'm always coming close. Jesus. And I'm always like on the verge of going up on the grass and like, but I can never stop the car. That's what that scene felt like to me. Like he's going backwards down this hill and he's trying to stop, but he's like perfect. He's in the perfect area of that hallway where he can't reach anything and he's going backwards and he's this this, and that and then he gets to a well and he manages to hold on to the wheel so he doesn't fall off and then he pulls himself forward and he knocks himself out or he he knocks the 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 chair goes down the well yeah the chair ends up falling down this crazy deep bottomless looking fucking well so then they go to rescue eddie tells them like hey they're in this you know kent or or greasy lawn and margo are in this area over here and there's possibly that the other chick is there too right yeah that's where it's this pen where they're keeping all the chicks yeah all the the women they've kidnapped well the security guards were like they can go through the telephone guys can go through but not you know not the tourists right yeah so they start to go over there and jack is like now he's super strong and he's fucking he's hand over hand on the bridge like he's going across the bridge on the thing he's holding hand over hand and Wang has a fucking shotgun to Eddie, and he starts telling him in Chinese some all kinds of crazy shit, and then he tells him in English, and then I will send you to the hell of blah, 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 yeah. and you will die and burn and blah, blah, blah. And these four chicks pop up, and they have fucking, you know, smoke-filled bamboo sticks, and they start beating the shit out of Eddie. Eddie knocks the piss out of two of those chicks. It's like with a straight cross, dude. Like both of those chicks. I, I was like, dude, that's, some, that's, like, that's how you knock a chick out. Like if you had... At any point, if you had to knock a chick out, that was how you do it. And then Wang is having a problem with one of them and knocks them out. The second girl, he straight boots to the face. Yeah. Like, we should w- point out these are like combat women, by the way. These yeah, are not yeah. Just these like, aren't just random women that these like. These aren't just chicks. <laughs> I imagine that one time they were kidnapped and they were made into combat women, but they the, definitely had the garb on. They yeah, had the red no, sash. They're like in full combat gear. They're like actually yeah. fighting. They're not the the our heroes are not just suddenly just beating the fuck out of like just four random Dude, women that were walking walking I, I through this section. I guarantee you that's the, not the first time that Wing put a boot to some chick's face. I'm just saying he did that with some precision. Well, from what we see of this movie, like apparently there's like a a big brawl in Chinatown, like probably two or three times a week. Yeah. I'm sure Wang has like had to kick all kinds of ass. Right. A right. variety of it. I'm sure he's like beat up a fucking couple of toddlers. Yeah. On so his way then, home from work right? one day. So then we so we get to the point where where 
the, they they rescue all the kidnapped Asian women, yeah. including and but except for Ma, Mao Mao. Say it again, Chris. Mao Yen. Mao, Mao Yen, Yen. Right. <laughs> Chris is here to say Mao Yen. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, so they rescue all these chicks, Kim Kim Cattrall or or uh, Gracie Law and Margot. They rescue everybody, and on the way out. Uh, Gracie Law gets kidnapped by some gorilla beast looking motherfucker. Yeah, right? she like stops for like like a door opens. Yeah, and then she gets sucked into it. Yeah, she so gets then, like snatched up by the gorilla beast. Egg is, and then Egg Chen is outside with a tour bus, and they go out there. Now these security guards are not cops, not anything else like that. They straight up open fire on, on a bus. bunch of women. Yes, right, which means that like either you guys are a bunch of dicks or you're in on the fucking kidnapping yeah, scheme. Something, right? yeah, exactly. Because they, like you said, they open fire. They spray yeah. up the fucking bus. They spray up the bus. So then they go, and then Egg. This is the this is one of the good parts where fucking. Uh, so then they go and they escape and everything. And then this time the fucking Chang Sing join up with with uh, with with Jack Burton and and Wang and and Egg Chen. And uh, Jack is like, Egg, what are you doing? He's like, I'm getting ready for battle. And he was like, What do you need? And he was like, What's in that bag? And he's like, It's like my seven, my hundred years of fucking combat bag. He's like, what's in it? He goes like, all kinds of good stuff, like Eye of Newt and fucking (laughs) rotten eggs and fucking, you know, Harry Potter wand and shit like that. (laughs) Like all kinds of magical shit that's in there, right? So then they drink this potion and they get like super confidence out of it. Well, that's... That's after they've infiltrated the shit, right? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Later. Sorry, I'm sorry. So then they go to the underground part of Chinatown, and Egg Chen tells them, like, you know, a million, a million years ago or 100,000 years ago, fucking the world turned inside out. And, yeah, and there was a giant earthquake. Giant earthquake, and it turned the world inside out, and the beast rose, and this, this, and that, and blah, 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 blah. And so they're walking in the underground, and the water starts to boil up, and everybody fucking comes to an attention, and they, or they, they, they you know, they go into, into fighting stances, and... And uh, Jack is like, man, what's that? And he was like, it's like the water's breathing. And he was like, yeah. And then this giant cockroach-looking fucking thing comes out and grabs one of the Ching yeah. Sing, and he pulls it back out in. Out of the like, out of a tunnel. Yeah, out of a tunnel them, like, that was behind. Like, obviously, there's something in there. It's a big fucking hole in the tunnel, wall, right? Yeah. So, so the, <laughs> this is like a classic Jack Burton line where yeah. He, a Chen's like throws a fucking magic rock in there, and he's like, "Go back to where he, he, he said." He says like a, it explodes or whatever. Yeah, it explodes, and it says he says something. Uh, he says like it won't come out again. Yeah, it won't come. Don't don't come out again. It won't come out again. And Jack's like, "What won't come out again?" Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was what the that? Fuck is that? Meanwhile, he has a Tech Nine in his hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, the whole he's walking time, around with the, the with the Tech. <laughs> with the whole time, he's walking around with this Tech Nine, which is the same Tech Nine he has in the poster. So if you ever yeah. see the movie poster, he has that Tech Nine in the poster. So then they go into, uh, then they make it to the layer, right? Yeah, they 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 battle their they they walk their way, walk yeah. Their way, they yeah, walk their they way, they walk their way to the battles uh, underground yeah. in Chinatown, and they get to Lo Pan's lair, which I think H N kind of always knew about that. So they could have just taken that from the beginning. It's kind of like the Eagles and fucking Lord of the Rings. <laughs> they could have just, just rolled the Eagles to the Lord of the, the Rings. The yeah, time. Gandalf was kind of a dick holding that secret there, like, oh, the Eagles are here. Because yeah, because they're trying to get in there. Because, like you said, so Lopan, Lopan's whole uh, plan, by the way, I, I wanted to talk about this. Because uh-huh. his plan, he, he uh, he's cursed by some, em- the first emperor, whatever, that unified China or something. Right. Part of the legacy of this is he got cursed so he can't have, like, his old physical form. So he's, like, partial. And we, when he looks 
like his normal self, he's basically like a ghost. He can't touch anything. Right. And then when he is kind of a physical form, it's the old man, decrepit body that we saw earlier. Right. So he wants to, he has to marry a green-eyed girl. Yes, that survives the dragon's blade. That survives the dragon's blade. Yeah. In order to become human. Yes, he has to sacrifice her to the And then he has to sacrifice her too. Yeah, and then to appease the god. Yes. Right? And he calls the god his demon. And I think, yeah. the de- I think the actual demon that he's talking about is the guy covered in neon, which we'll get, get yeah. features later. So they get there, and they, uh, they discover a room and stuff like that, and this is where they drink the magic potion. And this is where Egg Chen fucking you know, gives this like, very American speech. Like these, these are to the colors that never run. You know? Yeah. No, that's uh, Wang, he says. Yeah, he Wang does a toast. He's yeah, like, does yeah. a toast. And so he says... Um, uh, Hold on, let's see if I can. Uh, let's see if that. See if it comes up. Uh, I put I put Wang's toast, but nothing. <laughs> God <laughs> I mean, knows what you're gonna see with that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, that's not good. <laughs> he says, I think it's like uh, to the army and the navy, the battles, battles they, they have won. won. Yeah. To the red, white, and blue or something. These colors never run. Which, yeah, is like all just and random. Then, and then Jack says to the birds of, or to may the feathers of liberty never lose a wing or something. Yeah. Or the wings of liberty never, never lose, lose a, a feather. feather. Yeah. Okay, so. And it's like very weirdly, yeah. out of nowhere, just out like super nowhere. patriotic. But it's, it's Wang's way of like, you know, hyping Jack up, right? Because, yeah. you know, Jack is, you know, Jack's a fucking Republican. <laughs> Right, he's a fucking he's a Reaganite. <laughs> I don't know. I think Jack's probably more uh, libertarian. Like Jack, I, Jack's probably like weirdo libertarian though. Like, like I could totally see Jack voting for Jesse Ventura and being like, "That's the kind of that guy." That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes. That's sense. That's the kind of guy we need in office. Yeah, pro wrestler. Yeah, used to beat people up. You're like Jack. You know that's not real, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a miracle. You know, old Jack Burton said. <laughs> you know, Jack Burton says at a time like this. So. So they drink this potion and they get like super confident, right? Yeah. So then they're walking through the lair and we meet fucking Lopan's brain, I'm assuming, which is this little thing full of a thousand eyes that can see that that sends what it sees to Lopan and Lopan notices that they're in the building, right? Yeah. So fucking Jack shoots at it and it's like, you know, somebody, and everybody's looking at him, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, hey man, somebody had to shoot at it. First of all, horrible shot secondly you're shooting a tech nine you're not going to be that accurate with a fucking tech nine this isn't it's like horrible recoil and he's shooting it with one hand and then he's yeah. like he's like fucking yosemite salmon <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking guns in the air right rooting tooting and so um they go on and they continue on and then they fucking they come up on the wedding yeah does anything happen did i miss anything in between there that, no? that just they uh he did he did the blade test Oh yes, he so Which so, I didn't understand at first. Even as as a kid I didn't understand. Then watching it again, I was like, what the fuck? Why why is Thunder like cause the, the two girls are there mm-hmm. and they're like hypnotized or some shit. Yes, they do so so they so they hypnotize the girls and they put them in a trance and they're gonna they need to touch this the dragon's burning blade is what they yeah. called it. It's it's a it's a globe. It's not even fucking a blade form. It's a it's a green emerald globe coming out of a golden dragon's mouth. I think they could have did a little something better than that, you know. I was, they should have shown like a girl melting. Well, it, it, from does, that. it doesn't even look, yeah, because it doesn't even look like threatening. Like it when they look, touch yeah. it, yes, it's glowing, but it's it, like, like a disco ball that you know. I totally forgot until after he said it. I forgot that there was even a because he mentions a couple of times earlier that they yeah. have to, you know, survive the blade. Right. 
But like the way you're saying it, yeah, like it sounds like you got to get stabbed by it yeah. and then live through it or some shit. Like, no, they just hold on to. So before they lift them up to yeah. touch the burning blade, they do the little katas, right? Yeah. Thunder's kata was horrible because it was just him like in this weird split where he's just kind of jazzercising all the way up, right? Yeah, he's he's just basically just he's there to be the guy with no yeah. shirt flexing for the most part. Rain's kata was dope. Up until the point where he turns around backwards and he's like, you know, flipping the swords. He's, like, he's supposed yeah. to be twirling the swords, yeah. but he's just more like having like a spastic seizure with swords in his hand. And then he comes to a stop and he puts them together. It's like somebody that didn't know how to play with swords is fucking playing with swords, <laughs> right? Um, so he fucking. Uh, uh, and then lightning does and then some lightning. Lightning just, lightning just fucking like sidesteps. Yeah, like, lightning is like. He sidesteps and he's like, mm-hmm. And then that was it. And so they all start fucking. And then they start lifting them up and everything. Yeah. And so they touch the blade. And then fucking Lopin's like, they both survived the burning blade. I will marry both of them. Yeah. So then they go to the wedding. Right. Again, this movie is this fast. Right. Yeah. No, this is this movie's about an hour and 40 minutes. And it packs a lot of shit yeah. into that hour and 40 minutes. So they get to the thing. Lopin is fucking marrying them. And they got to stop him. HN's like, no, we can't stop him. We got to wait for Lopin to become flesh. Once he fucking marries him, he becomes flesh. And then so they're can... going through the whole thing. And then da 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 Then there's this great fight scene again. Yes. Right? All of the Wing Kong are there. Or the, and the Ching Sing are there. And there's a fucking big thing. Fucking Wing turns out to be a fucking badass, right? Yeah. And he has some fight scenes like throughout the movie where he's kind of bad. But he becomes a super badass. And I, I didn't notice it until the last time that I saw it where it was like... He's a badass because of the juice that they drink. Right. The drink yeah. gives them a boost to all their shit. Right. It's fucking steroids. Yeah. So he got some liquid steroids. He's got some D-ball. So now he's like... Flying through the air. On porch yeah. shit with, with Rain. Yeah. And, so and he, they have, you know, in Rain's defense of him being mm-hmm. the, the top of the, the storms, right. Rain does have the best fight, the single fight scene. He has really the only single fight yeah. scene in the movie. See? Best single fight scene. And he def- definitely has the best fight scene yeah. in the movie between him and Wang. Him and Wang, awesome. and they do it. He does have a horrible death scene, though, because Wang basically just turns around and throws a sword at him, and he fucking gets it in the gut. And also changes his flight. It yeah. either changes his flight trajectory, or he was flying in a horrible direction for the attack anyway. Because <laughs> yeah. he, he gets hit with the sword. And he was like, so Wang, they're flying through the air. Wang lands. Rain decides to jump after him again. Right. While he's flying through the air, like you said, Wang just throws his sword at him, which... Shit, yeah. it's like super easy. Could have probably done that from well, the jump. Yeah, a million times. Hits him. He's like, oh. And then like he flies into like the wall like 30 fucking yards away. Yeah, it's like, it's like the most random thing that he does, right? But, Meanwhile, Egg is like throwing these little fucking bombs on everybody. Yeah. He's fucking, you know, uh, lightning comes up to fucking blast him with some electricity. He pulls out a fucking anti-electricity fucking fan <laughs> yes. and puts that shit back in his pocket. He's running around with a fucking combat bag on. Just full of Eye of Newton, Harry Potter's yeah. wand. And Egg is kind fucking, of the dopest. Yeah, he's fucking everybody up. Lil Pan comes out and crosses his pinky ring, his pinky nail, his pinky nails, and starts playing fucking Nintendo and shoots out this beam. Egg fucking grabs his jewel out of his bag and fucking shoots a beam back. And there's a whole spiritual fight scene between the yes. two of them. Now, it would have been dope if those guys were a little bit faster. Yeah. Because those guys were really big and slow. Yeah. So they were just kind of clang and clang. And I clang. think for the time, I remember as yeah. a kid for the time that like I, that was like visually like one of the most awesome things. I think still I, like, to this day, it's still dope as shit. And like, just conceptually, yeah. it's like fucking. And it yeah. it reminded me of um, like thinking of like how they like something like that updated. Have you ever seen a Kung Fu Hustle? Yeah. So like when the the guys that are playing the instruments and like when they do their strumming, right, and like, right. 
it turns into blades and like it's like a physical representation of like the whatever energy and then yes. like at one point they like do the last one where they're trying to kill the guy and it's like a full on fucking army right right of fucking undead spirit warriors or yeah. some shit and that yeah. shit looked awesome and it made me think of like wow this is like kind of got that same like I'm putting out my energy right same and it's represented it. by like some kind of physical actual warriors and shit yeah. and weapons yeah it's a fucking dope moment but like like you said also they are moving like really slow super slow right so this whole time this is going on, fucking Lo Pan is now poking Kim Cattrall, or not Kim Cattrall, but he's poking Mao Yen <laughs> in the arm, and he's like transferring, he's doing like a blood transfer through the smallest needle ever. <laughs> now, I noticed this, I, you know, I watched this movie at least once a year, and, and a couple, the last time I watched it before this last time, um, I never noticed it before, but as he's becoming human... His white face, his white ghost face is becoming more yeah. real, right? Yeah. It's becoming more tan. So his makeup is disappearing yeah. as, it, as the transformation is happening. Um, I thought that was a cool like, detail to it, right? Because like, you really don't notice it. If you're not paying attention, you may not notice it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like if you it just kind of like hits you like, oh, shit, he's, his yeah. pain's gone. You know, it's, it's, the, the, the pain on his face is gone. So then he becomes human, and he runs off with a girl. So, of course, Wang chases after him. And fucking Jack Burton chases after him. Yeah. And so they're going to go save, you know, the chick. And they're going up. And so they, they uh, Kim Cattrall is, you know, there. Now, Kim Cattrall has the dopest karate chop in the entire movie because <laughs> she's, she, like, one-time karate chops, like, three different dudes and, like, fucking killed them. Like, it, like she, like, throughout the movie, she's like, yeah! And I'm not doing, she's probably racist because she's like, I'm around a bunch of Asians that I'm, this might work. Yeah, but why wouldn't I, I just, saw this? Why wouldn't she be throwing punches? Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? And so she does it and then to get or Maybe away, she's got some training. She's maybe, like, she's like well I mean? known she in the is, area. Exactly. She is well known in Chinatown. She might have, you know, been banging some dudes and she's they're like, probably, well, we're here. She did take Bruce Lee's class before going to law school. So, <laughs> you know, she was in that area. So, so they go to go rescue her or they go up there and they run into um, Lopan. And David Chain's up there, and Thunder's up there. Yeah. Right. Uh, we don't know where where Lightning is at this time, but Thunder's up there, and Thunder and he's like, uh, he's like, you know, he's like, you know, boss, you're human. Like, look at you, and he's like, yeah, I'm fucking. And Lil Pan's like, I'm human, I'm human again. He's da da da. And so then, fucking uh, Jack Burton shows up, and he's like, hey, what's up? And then fucking Dave, well, Wayne comes, you know, somersaulting into the fucking scene, <laughs> triple Lindy flip. Fucking lands and it's like goes into his fight stance and Thunder's like and you know looking at him and Dave and Lopan's like fucking Thunder kill him yeah and so Thunder starts you know he starts chasing Wang and everything and Jack Burton stays behind and he's just like uh, you know what's up and fucking Lopan's like we're gonna do this and blah 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 so he fucking you know. He's like, I can do things that nobody else can do, see things nobody else can see, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so which is what Egg told him earlier. Yeah, Egg told him earlier when, when he did the drink. So then he fucking grabs a knife and he throws it at David Lopan. David Lopan is kind of fucking moves. It's the same way that fucking like, Thunder and Rain move out of the way when the truck was yeah. coming. It's the same exact way. It was just kind of like, meh, out the way. Yep. So it hits this big gong. And fucking King Control looks at him like, what the shit? Like, that was your... Yeah, Because it's the your, only knife. Yeah, he doesn't have his tech anymore. Yeah, he doesn't have his tech, he's tech nine anymore. So then, then David Lopan picks up the knife. And David Lopan, like, little bit of motion. I know he's kind of a god, you know, but at this point he's human now, right? Yeah. But he has, like, the perfect throwing form. He, like, picks it up and it's like... And then it fucking's coming right at him. And, of course, uh, Jack Burton fucking catches it out of the sky and throws it right back at him and right between the fucking... In the forehead, right between the eyes. Fucking stabs him. And fucking great death scene. Yeah. And he fucking falls back. And then all the Buddhas, all the golden Buddhas are in there. They start crashing against each other. And the fucking, the temple that's built on all the souls 
that just fucking comes tumbling down. Yeah. Meanwhile, Wang's being chased by Thunder, who has the fucking most horrible kung fu chops while he's chasing him. He's like, yeah, he's chasing him and just destroying shit. Like he fucking yeah. runs by and he's a little shishi dog on a close and, and just fucking breaks it like for no know, reason. Like fuck this thing, ah, it's in my way and and then fucking runs off. So then he looks over. He sees David Lopan's dead. Oh no, he's fucking dead. And then a, a classic scene. And then he's. And his fucking cheeks start getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And fucking, he says, uh, uh, he's, he, they're getting bigger and bigger and bigger and he's bigger. He's expanding. And expanding. Wang says, I don't think he's going to stop. And he looks like a garbage pill kid. Yeah. But the, goes, right at the end, yeah. Yes, he looks like a straight, a straight garbage pill kid. And so um, uh, he's like, you know, what the fuck? So he blows up. Literally right? blows up. Literally blows up, guts everywhere. Basically you know? just self-destructs yeah, out self-destructs. of anger over the loss of his master. So then they're, they're escaping, and here comes fucking lightning, lightning. Lightning, right? And then this is the dope part with lightning, because lightning is like, yeah. through the fucking ceiling and like, you know, starting to burn everything down, blah, blah, blah. And they're trying to escape them, and they're, they start climbing up floors to get to one spot to the next. And then they're like, they're looking up and like, how do we get up there? And fucking, who's up there? Egg. Egg. And Egg looks down. He's like, hey, get out the way. And fucking Jack goes, how'd you get up there? And Egg goes, it wasn't easy. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's all the explanation we need. That's it. That's all that you need. So Egg shoots down this little fucking arrow thing with a grappling. Yeah, it's like a, a grappling cord or whatever. Yeah, they climb cord. up. Now, that cord is really tiny. Super thin. Like the logistics of holding on to that thing would be and then, a yeah, fucking like, pain in the ass. Oh, you know when it's rubbing on their hands Jesus. and ripping through it. And that's stuff? exactly like, what I was thinking. Yeah, that like, shit would hurt that, like a motherfucker. Like, that, that's not that. That can't be good. No. So then they all get up there and on and and right before Wayne comes up, fucking lightning's coming and you know Chen's like, hey, get out the way, and he fucking drops a Buddha on him, a Buddha on him, and kills him. And so they get up and. They start running through the hut, through the through the corridors of this building, and fucking Jack. Pull, oh, meanwhile, Jack is like, "Where's my truck?" Throughout yeah. the entire movie, Jack's like, "I just want to get my truck back." So while they're running through this through the warehouse, they open up the sliding door, and he's fucking like, "There's my truck." And so they get in there, and they're like, "Shit!" They took the keys, and Kim Control's like, "Don't you have a spare?" And he's like, "Yeah." Pulls it out from like under the seat or on top of the visor yeah. or something. Why is, wouldn't that be? Is is that where your spare's at? <laughs> Yeah, Terminator 2, man. <laughs> Remember that? Yes. Why is everybody spared in the movie in it's the car? It's just right at the, vi- at the top of the visor. The yeah. late 80s, early 90s. I was going to say, like, I, think, I think back then everybody just, you know, that was, I guess, a place to put it. Now, you'll, you'll appreciate this story. My older brother has a giant truck, and uh, his first giant, giant truck uh, fucking got stolen because this moron, he would lock his keys in the truck and then put the code on his door. And so he would go into restaurants and stuff, and his keys were in the truck, but he would do the door lock. Lock, yeah. And so somebody fucking broke his window, and we're like, oh, look, keys. He's going to steal this the old-fashioned way. Yeah, you know, he got keys. So anyway, so they fucking escape. They get out of, out of Chinatown. The, the final scene. They get shot at again by the oh, fucking. Oh, yes, yes. As they're leaving and they're getting to the, the truck. crazy security. crazy security shooting at them, and A. Chen's like, you know. Yeah. And this is like out of a scene out of Star Wars where they're running towards the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And then the old dude's fucking from the Millennium Falcon. He's fucking blasting back at him. And it's like, you know, Sky, he's like, run, Luke, run. Yeah. And so they're blasting back. 
the same kind of like exact same scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. Except with a truck and, it's, and yeah. a ton of Asians. And so Egg Chen fucking throws a uh, exploding rock at him, and they fucking you know yeah, just slaughters the entire <laughs> twelve security, security guards. Yeah. They're like, "Hey, was uh, Sam coming home today? Or was he kind of running late?" They're like, "Oh, I'm telling you about Sam." Did you hear what happened today? Sam at the fucking... was a security for a yeah. place that was stealing Chinese girls off of the boat. What? And then he got blown up by this tiny green rock from a guy uh, named Egg Chen. He said he was at Bank of America. Yeah. <laughs> he lied to me. He I thought he was counting at Bank of America. Fucking liar. All the money he used for school. That Berkeley education didn't do didn't shit. Didn't do shit. So then they end up back at fucking David's house or Eddie's house. They're having a big party and fucking Jack's like, I'm out. Yeah. I'm leaving. Taking my money. And then fucking from the gambling where you owe them nothing or double, fucking Chang gives him a check and it's like, you know, this is triple. And he was like, it was double. Jack's like, I don't want extra. Yeah. Just give just me what you money. owe me. Like, Jack is very much like, I'm not going to owe you, you're not going to owe me, but if yeah. you do owe me, you got to pay. If I owe you, I'm going to pay. Yeah. So he was like, here's triple or nothing. He was like, nah, I said double, and he was like, you deserve it. Yeah. Right? So fucking my boy, whatever. So then he's, uh, I don't know how much money it was. It must have been like three grand, if that, right? <laughs> he turns around to Kim Cattrall after Gracie Law, and he's like, hey, you know, what I should do? I should, you know, sell my truck, get off the road. I'm a rich man now. Yeah. Are you? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you know, by by his standards, he's like, oh, yeah, right. It's I could like, buy two or three clean tank tops with this. I'm gonna go back to the fucking dragon's lair and give me some fucking handies. <laughs> so, so he fucking so they take off. A Chen decides that he's gonna go on vacation. Yeah, and then uh, they show Jack back on the road again in the rain. You know, talking about being the pork chop express and about how it's all in the reflexes and. He was like, if you ever tell uh, if somebody ever, he goes, if the big burly guy looks at you and tells you, you know, uh, are you ready to cash your, are you ready right, to have pay, you paid your dues? Yeah, if you paid your dues, you look him dead in the eye and you tell him the check is in the mail. Yeah. And then they pan to the back and the big orange gorilla is in the back of his car. Yeah, that's now, how the movie I think, ends. I think there was supposed to be a two. I'm not sure. I'm not 100% sure. Well, but they, there's definitely like a follow-up comic book series. Oh, is it? So as I was looking into this, I found out that there was like a, I think it got to like twenty something issues. So I don't, I never read it. I don't know if it completed the arc, but I think that that's kind of how they did a sequel to this. Because yeah, it didn't, it didn't end up making any like nearly as much money at the box office as they wanted it to. Carpenter, from what I read, this is like the movie that kind of disillusioned him on working within the Hollywood system. Oh wow! Um, so he went back to kind of being more indie film based. Yeah. But I mean, this doesn't even feel. I mean, it's it's I guess it's a Hollywood movie. But I mean, he's working with all of his favorite guys. Right. right. He's working with like we talked about people they worked with on Prince of Darkness. He worked with Kurt Russell multiple times. Yeah, he worked yeah. with Kurt Russell on uh, Escape Five from Lewis, New York, The Thing, The Thing, Elvis. Es- it, yeah. Oh wow. So he's you know he's got some of his favorites in there. So he was mm-hmm. able to still do his own thing. I think you know just the movie didn't make a ton of money. I think it's it, people just probably weren't ready for what it was quite doing. Like because it's. You know, the pace of it, like we talked about, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't waste time on dumb bullshit. Right. But it's also like the, the fights are just really well done. This, yeah. I feel like this movie's like honest got ahead of its time. I feel like if it hadn't been made back then but was made now, people would like, people would jump on it a lot more. Oh, people yeah, are definitely. More into that kind of humor. Yeah. It has a very, like, it's kind of a, a prototype for a lot of shit that's out nowadays in terms of like combining the humor with the action. The hero who, you know, we didn't talk about it much, but Jack is competent he kills the main bad guy he yeah. holds his own but he also has several points where like 
he also is blatantly over his head and fucked up. Like, or he like just like there, there's a fight scene where he shoots into the ceiling. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. The shoots out part of the rocks in the ceiling. They come crashing down on his head, so he spends part of the fight knocked out. Yeah, then part he, of the main battle, he's fucking yeah, knocked out. Then he's knocked out. <laughs> then stuck like under a fucking yeah, he's, he gets stuck yeah. under like a giant knight yeah. dude or yeah. whatever. So which he, kind of saved his life because you know, good and well, he was gonna die if he wasn't like in those situations. Yeah, it, like he does knock like himself that. out if he doesn't fuck. It's like. His buffoonery is, is ultimately is what saved his life. Yeah, you know, somewhat. There's a scene earlier where he's like, uh, him and a uh, Wang are gonna fight a group of guys. Yeah, he like goes over to try and pull the knife, I think, out of his boot, but it's taking a little long. Meanwhile, Wang's kicking everybody's ass. <laughs> Jack jumps back out. He's like, ha! He's like ready to go, and like everybody's already taken yeah. care. Of. Wang's beat the fuck out of everybody else. Right, he's like, right. time to go. So like he has moments like that. It, it reminds me a lot of like uh or I, I should say the reverse, but Guardians of, of the Galaxy, for instance, uh-huh. reminds me a lot of that. And people like really responded well to Guardians of the Galaxy and its main hero, heroes really, mm-hmm. are all kind of in that lane of when it ultimately calls for it, they they pull off the the victory. But right. Through a lot of the movie, they also seem like to kind of like, stumble through. These it. guys are kind yeah. of fucking up. Like, yeah. do they know what they're doing? Are they idiots? Yeah. And like yeah. Jack has a lot of that, so I feel like he sets up a lot of that kind of stuff. It's like a Somewhat similar to the Indiana Jones vibe, but Indiana Jones, even though he was like he was freestyling, Professor, yeah, Professor Jones, yeah. Doctor Jones, Doctor Jones, even though he was freestyling and making it up as he goes along, you know, Indiana Jones is still like he never is quite as somewhat incompetent sometimes yeah. as Jack is. And yeah. then at the end, though, Jack saw in the reflexes. He also like fucking bullseyes a fucking knife throw into the main villain's right, head, right. like saves the day. So it's like. He gets to have it both ways. Yeah. I feel like you could pull that off a lot better now. Back then, I feel like they, people weren't ready for like a movie to have like that quite that balance of comedy and, and yeah, action. Yeah, and action, and action. How do you feel about it, Chris? Well, I know the studio didn't market it. That was a big problem. Yeah. I read about that. It's, and, and at this time, you know, I was in Japan. So, like, and back then, you didn't get, like, it, it, the world wasn't as small as it is now. Yeah. You know what I mean? As far as, like, internet and stuff. So, you had to wait for things to come out then. So, I, when it when it hit here... You know, I was in another country, so it, yeah. I saw it later, probably like two years after it came out. Yeah, it was a cold classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but hardly anybody went to see it. it made almost no money. Yeah. Wow, really? I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know that it was. A, it became real big on cable. Yeah, like that's where I remember seeing it's just it. A, like, I just, it, it. If you ever like the draft house, I know is showing it in the next couple of weeks or so. Or they or they just showed it. Really? Yeah. yeah. They they they're just either they just showed it or they're getting ready to show it. Um, if you got a chance to go see it in the theater, see it in the theater. I bet that's um, a blast. Yeah, and uh, but if you don't, you know, fucking, you know, make a night of it, and just enjoy a good, like, it's, it's. I don't even know if you would classify it like as an '80s movie. It's just, a, it's just a movie. It's, it holds up. It like, really does. Movie. Yeah, it's, it's, to me, it's an '80s movie. <laughs> oh, it's Carpenter. I mean, well, Kurt yeah, Russell. yeah, yeah. But it's still like if you were to take, if you didn't know who Kurt Russell was, if you were to watch this movie for the first time and you just like saw it on a DVD thing, you didn't know when it came out. You would know it was an old movie because of the way that it was shot. Like, as far as, like, you know, it's not digital and it's not, yeah. the, the explosions aren't huge and the, the special effects are kind of off. But some of those effects are, like, yeah. compared to a lot of other, I see what you're saying, like right. compared to a lot of other 80s movies that are effects heavy in places, yeah. there's a lot of effects here that, like, really hold up. Like, the glowing eyes and glowing mouth stuff right, from David right. Lopan looks like fucking yeah, it looks money legit. still. Yeah, yeah, it still and, looks like, good. it's just, it, it's a fucking. It, it was watching it again. I was like, "Wow, this is a legit, it was legit solid." Movie. Like, I mean, Carpenter to me is like. I don't want to say underrated because he's a legend, and a lot of people realize that he's mm-hmm. a legend. But it's, it's he's had just a weird career yeah. for like how crazy influential he's been. 
Well, just if you look at his IMDb, like you have some movies on like Halloween. You know yeah, I mean? that's legit. He basically, you know, and then you got some other movies like The Fog. That's like, <laughs> I'll still ride for the fo- the fog. The fog, the fog is a beast. That's pretty. That's one he's most famous for. Almost. I'm gonna have to yeah. watch it again. The fog is because it, it, it was hyped up first. When it's we not about scary it. though. Yeah, if your boy yeah. was telling you that it was scary, that's the Yo, thing. Because it's so it's, it's not it's not scary, but it's it's like a fun. It's I, I almost didn't watch The Mist because of the <laughs> fucking thing, and The Mist was dope. He's created some iconic characters. I mean, Snake Plissken. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. No, definitely. Sky, the uh, Thing. Yeah, Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Mike yeah. Myers yeah. You know, the whole nine. So, um, anyway, so that was our movie, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Next week, we're going to have a special guest, our friend Eric, who's a big horror fan. Um, and we're going to do the 1978's Dawn of the Dead, George Romero's Dawn of the Dead. Um, I watched that movie when I was a kid. And that was a zombie movie that really fucked me up because it was, it was real. Like, oh, yeah, it's very visceral. It's very like, oh, dude, the dead king. If the dead come back, we're fucked. I don't give a fuck what Walking Dead says. I mean, that bullshit. If the dead decide to come back, like, you, you better hope you have a full tank of gas because that's the only way you're going to possibly survive. When we were looking for houses in Houston, this is a true story. When we were looking for houses in Houston, um, we were driving, and my wife goes, hey, what about that neighborhood? It was a gated community. She goes, what about that neighborhood? And we passed the sign of the neighborhood, and I was like, nah, not in a million. I don't care if we find the perfect house. We're not living in there. And she was like, why not? And I said, call your brother and tell him the name of that neighborhood. And she goes, okay. So she calls up her brother, and she goes, hey, Alex said he won't move into this neighborhood. And, she go, and he goes, why? He goes, because of the name. He goes, well, what's the name? He goes, Crystal Lake. He goes, fuck <laughs> that shit. And then I said, tell your brother what it's across the street from. She goes, it's across the street from the cemetery. He goes, are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> and so I told her, I was like, when the zombie apocalypse happens, I don't want to be the first people that get taken out. And then right. the news happens. Like, <laughs> you don't want to be the news. Yeah, the sub- Crystal Lake subdivision was all destroyed and are all zombies now. Run, you know, like... <laughs> I want to be a couple neighborhoods back at least. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, yeah, zombie movie. That, like, that, the, the original one we'll talk about next week, but it, it's, a, it's a crazy. Fucking crazy Dawn movie. of the Dead is yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, thanks for listening to Yo Bish Review This. Uh, I am Alex. With I'm me as always, Johnny Compton. And our special guest today was. Uh, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mal Yen. Chris Mal Yen. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Thanks. Bye.